Welcome to Life on Earth, The Peace Project, a podcast that teaches you how to connect with the divine and transform darkness into light through topics from yoga to nature and ultimately love. Join your host, Natalie Kwa, to celebrate and encourage diversity, peace and global equality, one earthling at a time. Hi, hi, everyone. Welcome to Life on Earth podcast. How are you? I hope you're doing fabulous wherever you are. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's always a pleasure to sit here with you. And I will begin our podcast today by wishing you a happy holiday season. I am in New Orleans today. It's cold here. It's been raining. It's been very chilly. It's nice to see the seasons changing. I don't know how you feel around this time of the year, but if you are like me, this is a time of the year that I myself like to be a little bit more reclusive and to tend to my what I call inner fire. So today's episode, I would like to chat with you about how to maintain our balance and to stay, promote groundness, maintain being grounded during the holiday seasons. And also, I would like to share with you the benefits of walking which is something so simple, but that has come into my life recently. And I truly love it for many reasons, which I will get into it. So I always love sharing with you things that I'm excited about and that have enhanced my life. As I sit here with you in my bedroom today to record this podcast, I am having tea from living tea and that is also something tea rituals and tea ceremony that I have now been um it's just such an addition to my life it's been amazing it's a form of meditation a form of for us to get more in tune with ourselves and I would love to share a little bit more about this passion with you And hopefully you too can begin your tea rituals during this wonderful time of the year of winter. Excuse me, I'm going to drink some tea. All right, so let me see where to start, where to start. I actually made a little list, so I try not to forget. Um anything. Uh, Let's begin by sharing a quote 
And I think this will have a lot to do with this time of the year and the season and the perhaps the feel of this episode of Life on Earth. This is a quote from a channel that I fully admire and I am in tune with. I read a lot of uh, the articles on this website. And if you don't know already, which I'm sure many of you do, it's Mystic Mama. And you can go to Mystic Mama. I think it's .com. So in the spirit of winter, this quote says, Solstice blessings, like our, our ancestors have done from the beginning of time, we honor the cycles and the seasons that remind us of the ever-changing flow of life that we are a part of. Rituals act, give life meaning. They also honor and acknowledge the unseen web of life, the web of life which connects us all, Mystic Mama. And so rituals, I say this because I am actually about to host a winter solstice solstice ritual ceremony on Saturday, December 16th. And if you are in the New Orleans area, or if you are someone that perhaps might be here for the weekend or could travel here, then it would be wonderful to have you. The ritual, the ceremony will be held at Shanti Yoga Shala, my yoga studio. Um, we will, I'm including tea ceremony as well, which I will speak more about it on this episode. And it's a wonderful opportunity for us to transform and to check in with ourselves and to make a transition from this year into the new year. The winter solstice is the shortest day of the year. And I will also read this passage, which I send to my community here. Join us on the special day, December 16th, Saturday, to celebrate our beloved winter solstice with a quiet, simple, light asana practice, followed by yoga nidra, journaling, and tea ceremony in the Chadao tradition as we sit together in meditation. I will guide you through a journaling session Take an inventory of this past year and setting intentions and visions, welcoming the new year. This is a time to check in, to be mindful and conscious of our actions of this last year. With clarity of mind, body, and spirit, we can set forth new hopes and dreams for ourselves, our loved ones, and our planet. So with clarity of mind is when we sit in community, when we pause in meditation, when we feel our breath. And the tea ceremony will give us a wonderful medium to do this. Body is when we connect movement to breath. In this case, I'm talking about this particular ceremony workshop. And through a practice such as yoga, and it doesn't have to be anything elaborated. It doesn't have to be a complicated yoga asana. In fact, the older I get in this life, the more I am coming to this place that 
the beloved for me is really a simple practice. You know, sometimes it's fun to to be more acrobatic, I guess, and, you know, come up with uh, crazy sequences or whatever you want to call it, which I've done many times in my life. And there's certainly something fun about that. But there's something very powerful about a clean, smooth, simple practice with lines of energy, with the breath, with awareness of the subtle body. So this is what we are going to be exploring on this day. And of course, spirit can be brought into any aspects of this practice, whether it is the asana, and we use the the practice of yoga as a form of body prayer, or whether it is um, when we are in yoga nidra, which really cleanses the whole system, body, mind, spirit, bringing us into deeper layers of ourselves, going through all of the koshas, the nadis, the meridians, uh, journaling, it can be all of that as well, you know, and just reflecting, pondering, looking at our mind, our thoughts, knowing that we're not our thoughts, we're much deeper than that, but there's something powerful about putting everything down on a paper. There's something powerful about verbalizing, about speaking your words, speaking your thoughts. There's something powerful about saying what you feel to other people. And, of course, um, sitting together in community and sharing the tea and the vibration of the leaves and the plants connects us to the planet and the earth, and that is a form of meditation. So all of that will be a celebration, and also I am visualizing um, a few other rituals that I will incorporate in this day, such as candle ceremony and so on but can't give it all here for you guys so you have to come and see and if you are not in new orleans maybe you can email me and perhaps i can have perhaps we can somehow have this online and that if you could not be here physically you can still go through these rituals at home and you can still go through these motions with my teachings and the yoga nidra and you have your own tea ceremony and you can uh, set forth all of your intentions for the year to come. And I highly advise that this time of the year, um, we look back at this whole year and look at all of the highs and look at all of the lows as well. What were the things that we wish that we hadn't done, but we did? And how could we have done it better? I know that the past is the past and the present is all we have, but we also, there is something about uh, taking responsibility for our actions and knowing that there is always room for improvement when we have messed up. And if you are human, most likely you have messed up here and there. Did you mess up with your friends? Did you mess up with your lover, your beloved? Did you mess up with your parents, your family, your pets, your work? Um, There's so many areas of our lives that we can look at and see really an honest inventory. Write it for yourself. Nobody else will see it. And if you're cheating, you're not cheating on anyone but yourself. So 
this is something that I will definitely uh, go into meditation on my own and do it for my own self. I do it every year. I find it very helpful. I have grown a lot over time um, using our mistakes as tools to learn. And then look at the highs in your life and how did those happen and why were they so important and valuable? Can we perhaps uh, attract more of that, of what you want in your life? And is what you want for your life next year the same as what you wanted this past year or the previous? Uh, Embrace that we're all evolving. Do give people a chance if they deserve one. Practice forgiveness for yourself and others. There's so many meditations nowadays, mindful guided meditations that we can find on YouTube, on podcasts that you can um, perhaps look into that and find a good one for forgiveness. For Forgiveness is a really great one when we're trying to close a chapter. And usually it really is, it begins with forgiving ourselves for not knowing any better and forgiving others as well for not knowing any better. And now that we know better, can we do better? (laughs) Right? And then you can do a practice of gratitude, another meditation, mindful meditation, maybe another day or the same. And see all of the things in your life that you are grateful for. And why are you grateful for them? Don't ever take anyone for granted. And don't ever take anything for granted. Because when we do, that's when everything starts falling through the cracks, right? Darkness cannot prevail when there is light. And light can only happen when you speak and you live from your heart, from your soul. So be true to yourself and to those around you. Try to vibrate in the vibration of love. For love, it's all there is. (laughs) Easier said than done sometimes, but worth paying attention to, worth pausing for it. All right, my friends. Um, So continuing, this is a, I got this note today as I was preparing for this podcast. This is so interesting because I had all this theme of the winter in mind and the solstice and this time of the year. And one of my first yoga teachers who I went and trained with in Santa Barbara, California, when I was, I guess, a freshman in college, and then I went several times, more than once, um, who I have so much um, love for. It was such a significant time in my life. Her name is uh, Tracy Rich. She's married to Gunga White, and they have the White Lotus Foundation in Santa Barbara, California. Highly recommend if you want to go there. I will include it on my show notes. They have lots of uh, retreat weekends. The place is fabulous with uh, swimming holes and hot tub and plant food. And it's just amazing. And Tracy sent this um, email to her community with this beautiful note. And I will share it with you. Happy Holidays. Every platitude under the sun may come out during this time of the year. Well intended as they are, we sometimes gloss over their true and deeper felt a holiday meaning. Instead of becoming cynical, numb, or dazed as we rush through cyber celebration and overextended schedules, 
or as we quietly sink into our shells, reeling from superficially heightened states of togetherness. This season can accentuate. We invite you to pause. The possibilities exist for us to turn inward and reflect as this time naturally calls us to do. The shorter days, the extended dream time of the dark nights, and early morning brings the opportunity to draw sustenance from within. This is an innate time of inner reflection. Avail yourself of the moment. Take pre-dawn mornings to be present as the sun rises. Stay up late or set an alarm and rise up an hour you normally would not dream of to watch the skies. Nature never fails to fill us with true wonders, reflection, awe, and connection. Take time to breathe, even if only for one conscious breath. The first breath is a step towards the journey inward. Take to your mat for quality time. A sitting practice cultivates its own rewards. Inspire a home practice, a practice by creating a committed space. It only takes 72 by 30 inches to have a committed space for your yoga practice. (laughs) Create your own rituals that allow for times with yourself that you may be filled with a true gratitude of your own heart. If you are fortunate enough to hit that resonant note, it will authentically be available to share with others. We wish you a moment of stillness. We wish you equilibrium. We wish you well-being with love and gratitude. Tracy and the White Lotus Yoga Family. How beautiful is that, right? That really resonated with me. This time of the year really is a, it's, you know, when, when we look at nature and we look at our planet, the seasons, there's a reason why they're there. Animals know when to quiet down and when to come out and flourish. And with all of the electronics we have, electricity, it's different now. Very easily we can disconnect. But disconnecting when we disconnect from our seasons, when we disconnect from what Mother Earth wants us to be, then we disconnect from the inner self with a capital S. So pay attention, and if you feel like you want to sleep more, then sleep more. You know, if you feel like you, this is a time to go inside and nurture your inner child, then do that. I can only speak from experience and from perspective, but I know that there are times in my life that I'm so busy and always going and creating and doing so much that I rarely sit to watch a movie. I I don't watch television in particular, but you know, a movie is is a nice thing to do for me once in a while. I do like it. I'm not saying I don't like it. I like it. Now, I just sometimes don't find that I have the time because I'm always on the go or writing, correcting my papers for my uh, trainings and writing a blog or whatever it is that everybody gets busy with. 
However, this time of the year, um, December, I think like around maybe November, yeah, half of November, December, January for me, it's always been a time that I slow down. And I like to take the time to watch my documentaries and to catch up on, you know, movies and TV series. If anyone has a TV series that you feel that (laughs) that you like to share with me, actually, I would love to know because... You know, I'm not very aware of it because I don't do it on other times. So, I, but now I'm like really kind of open. So I'm I'm looking for good shows to watch. So send that to me. That would be awesome. Um, my Instagram is a great place to connect. NatalieCrad.com. Um, Natalie is my e- my web page, but my Instagram is NatalieCrad, and you can message me there. Love to hear from you guys. Yeah, I'm always looking for good shows. I have a huge Christmas tree now set up in my living room. I love it. It's so beautiful. I really, I feel like I channeled this tree because I had an Im- image how it would look and it was like, wow. And then I went and got everything and it was like a beautiful tree and I'm so much cherishing. So making some hot cocoa and sitting on my couch with my animals snuggled up with my Christmas tree and watching good shows or reading good books is just a bliss. It's just amazing, right? And I love that. I love that. And I can't say that I live like that 12 months out of the year. I don't. You know, I I go with the flow of how my body feels and how it feels with energetically, with the community, the collective consciousness, and all of that affects me. But it's usually I've noticed that as I, again, keep growing older. I mean, uh, you know, I have the luxury that I have another. I just had another birthday, by the way. That's a luxury. One more trip around, right? The sun and we never know how many birthdays we're, we're here we're going to have. That's if you get to have one more birthday, yay. And so as the birthdays keep coming, I'm noticing okay, you know, as the season changes, my body sort of reacts different to different things and my wants and needs. And of course, I do like to go to, you know, maybe not all of the holiday parties, but though some a handful. And it is important to see people and celebrate with your friends and your family. And I love that that aspect of the holidays as well, very much. So when there's so much going on, in this time of the year, in this season, how do we remain grounded, right? I've had that question from many of my students. Hold on, I'm going to pour some more tea in my tea bowl. Mm. Mm. I just got for my birthday a uh, side handle tea in the Chadal tradition. And I love my side handle. It's so beautiful. All right. So how do we remain grounded during the holidays? Um, here are just a few things that I came up, some tips that I came up for you about this topic because it has been coming up in the studio a lot. And sometimes if you are one of those people that you fly by the holidays or you fly by any uh time in your life you know when we say stress stressors stressors are not necessarily bad you guys like stressors can be good or bad it just means like there's just a lot coming at you that's all it means so if you're one of those people that you go through stressors in your life and and you're like you just sort of float through it and you're super grounded and you're super 
connected, more power to you. That's amazing. Many of us, we sort of lose a little bit our sense of stability and grounded during uh, times like that. So here are some tips for you to have as tools during this special time of the year, right? So let's see. Walking meditation. Hmm, what is that? So walking meditation is something that I really love and I totally encourage you to do. Um, In my teacher trainings, I have an exercise that I pair people up and the exercise is to go around um, the uh, the block in different parts of around the shala, the studio, and with your partner. And one person speaks and the other one doesn't. And the person who speaks just tells everything that they see. And it's just incredible because the other person who doesn't speak, just your job is to listen, right? And so as you walk around and what happens is just by observing your surroundings, I have people who live in the neighborhood for years and said to me once they finished the exercise, I had never noticed more than half of the stuff that I just noticed with this walking meditation exercise. Wow. Right. So how many times do we pass by these streets or wherever you are and we just don't notice our surroundings because we are too busy on our phones, our cell phones or in our minds, our thoughts, chit chatter of the mind, the chitta vritti, the monkey mind. Yeah. So what I'm not asking you to to grab a partner. No, I'm saying walk in meditation. So find a spot that you love and that can be around your house. I love to walk at Audubon Park. I live close to Audubon Park by the zoo in New Orleans uptown. So going to the park for me is healing. It's a form of meditation. And walk around your neighborhood or your block or your park. And notice as you walk the trees, Notice the color of the house. Notice all of the cables, the birds, the dogs, the cars, the mailboxes. If you're at a park, notice the animals, the squirrels. Can you feel the trees? Can you smell the air? Pay attention to where you are in silence. Silence within your heart, within your own self. Be aware. Look around. Can you see the people? Can you see the beings passing by you? Can you see the birds flying in the sky? Can you breathe? Can you pause? That is a walking meditation, my friends. And it's one of the most powerful, most beautiful things you can do. I really love doing that. And I totally recommend. So walking meditation, number one. Number two, mindful shower. Mindful shower or bathing rituals. Hmm. So what is mindful showers? Again, really not, you know, we can take a shower. We can rush, right? Go in and out. Or we can take a mindful shower. That is, go in, feel, imagine that the shower is a waterfall. Close your eyes and breathe. Feel the water dropping in your head and your shoulders. See how warm it feels with your skin. Notice all of the sensations. 
breathe, enjoy, take, your, take a moment of gratitude in the shower. If you have a, a bathtub, I cannot, I cannot recommend bathing rituals more. That's one of the loves, the passions of my life. I fill my tub with hot water. I fill my tub with lavender bubble bath, with bath salts and crystals. If you want, you can put rose petals, rosemary. There's many things you can do. And then you put light, soft light or candles. Whether you want to put, you know, a good music or just silence. Allow yourself to soak with your salts, with your essential oils. Perhaps you drop a few drops of lavender rose oil. It is divine. It is simply incredible. I bathe almost every day. It is very rare that I take a shower. This is my me time. It's a time that I like to, again, feel my skin. I like to just unwind. I like to soak in the salt. And I mean, I come out and I feel refreshed. I feel renewed, rejuvenated. It's a, it's a powerful experience. It's an experience that I look forward to. And I certainly recommend that you take the time to explore bathing rituals. <laughs> and continuing, stretches and exercise. Okay, so yeah, of course, that can be yoga, Pilates, going to the gym. Um, if you run, go run. If you ride bike, go ride your bike. Another thing here, this is a different form of walking than I was meaning before, something that we have been exploring in our teacher training as well. It's a power, we're calling it power walk. So once again, here I go to Audubon Park and actually want to have one of my students who is a little bit of a pro on this, Avery. And Avery is going to come. We're going to talk to you about the benefits of power walking. I will share some of it today with you as well. We took our whole group to the park twice already. A bunch of us from the Shala, the yoga studio, our community, and we did, we're committed to power walking. So this park is almost two, two miles. I think it's like 1.8. And we just did one circle, but you have to walk sort of like you're on a mission with a lot of, in yoga, we call it dharana, focus. And it's okay if you want to do it in silence, you can. If you want to talk to your friends and make that a, a place to be social, to catch up, that's wonderful. We've done both. And basically, Basically, you're just sort of like walking and it's it's a rhythm walk. You have to walk a little faster than usual. Main, I think maintaining the rhythm of the walk is super important and you just like do it really fast. And for someone like me who doesn't love, I'm not a runner. It just sort of bothers my knee. I don't have any, you know, if, um, many people love it and that's wonderful. It's just not something that I'm, that I do. I don't really run. So that was never something that I, it was in my realm like that I want to do but so it's always been kind of a challenging thing for me to find a card the cardio and as yogis as most of you probably know this uh, we have a hard time fitting the cardio part in I myself do feel like it's necessary I do feel like we should add something as cardio other than yoga you will see me doing pilates and yoga at any day that's just something that is very easy for me that's what I gravitate to and that's just you know I, it's, it's it's fun it's joyful and but um I was having a hard time finding something joyful that was cardio 
I do have rollerblades, and I love rollerblading around the park, so I always have my rollerblades on my trunk, so that's great, but, you know, my bike, yeah, I can bike sometimes. New Orleans, you know, the, the bi- biking here is not that great. There's a lot of holes in the, on, the, on the streets and stuff, so anyways, I came across this thing, power walking. We did it together with a group. Avery t- told me a bunch about it, and then I started doing it, and I love it. I got this really cool walking shoes, and all I do is I go to the park, and I power walk around it, and sometimes when I don't, I don't have uh, more time to do any other, you know, form of exercise, or maybe I just am feeling like a kind of low vibe. I don't really want to exercise or something. I just power walk, and that's sh- that is an exercise, obviously, and that is amazing. I find a lot of joy in walking in the park, and I get to see all the animals, and I get to see again all the people and the dogs, and it's fun. And I do it like kind of fast, and it makes me feel like I'm really powerful. Like my third chakra, Manipura, is like yay. <laughs> We have a joke in my teacher training that, that we say, yay, Manipur. The third chakra has to do with um, the power, you yourself, you coming into yourself, like you can do it, you know, type of thing. Yeah, just like those that um, Nike commercial, just do it. So I feel like that when I take my power walks in the park. I hope that you enjoy power walking too and let me know how that goes. So that's something that you can do. Listen to your favorite music, high vibrational music. There is something about 432 hertz. Music such as classical music, piano, um, Tibetan bells, or really any high positive music. I would say many of the reggae songs that I listen to. um, You know, there's so much on music that is just fun and amazing. But there's something about classical music that really is you can look this up and you guys can, you know, Google's your best friend, Google all this, like high vibrational music is extremely powerful. It really heals us from deep inside our soul. I play classical music or jazz music or anything that I feel like it's high vibrational uh, early in the morning as soon as I wake up and I'm making my tea. Um, And also I leave my animals in the house with classical music or with any other form of music that is very enhancing, right? Stephen Harper, there's so many I can can try to put some more mantras or high vibrational um, sounds. And I... So I play that for my animals during the day. Not only I feel like it, it is great for my animals, but I also feel like it's great feng shui for my house, just as I like having fresh flowers and plants and having my house decluttered so that the vibration in the house is high. So when I come back home, I feel, I really feel it, you know? So anyways, that is another thing. But again, if you have not but and also... And, not but, but and, (laughs) you can do that. And, not but, and, (laughs) I have this little exercise now that everything that I was just saying like, blah, 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 but, da, 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 I like cut the but out. And how about, da, 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 and, da, da, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I want to lose weight, but I like to eat pizza. How about, I like to lose weight, and I like to eat pizza. And guess what? It is possible because infinite possibilities. It is so possible to lose weight and to eat pizza. So 
<laughs> back to, I don't want to lose my track, but what I was saying is uh, high vibrational 432 hertz or around there. You can look that up, all those mu- high vibrational music and any other music, rock and roll, fun music, pop music that you love, that fires up your soul, that puts you in a good mood. Music is just such a tool, you guys. So do it all, all of the above. All right. Um, on the subject of eating and high vibration, I actually wrote a huge blog about it, and I will have a podcast on it very soon, just not today. I really believe that we, when we eat, is not so much what we eat, but how we feel about our food. That's what influences it. And of course, always try to eat healthy, obviously, organics and non-GMOs, but also I think the intention and the vibration which you eat and how you feel when you're eating really is a, is a if not the most important. Um, continuing with our list, mm, okay, <laughs> keep up with your yoga practice, which we already said. Get outside, be in nature as much as you can, whether it's skiing, um, walking in the park, biking. Go outside, just take a walk. You know, it's really important. The days are shorter, it gets night really early, and it's important for us to go when it's still daylight. In fact, and now it's my other one, which I find it's extremely, extremely helpful. It is be on the sun, if you can, 20 minutes at least every day. So the sun is not bad for you. The sun is amazing. It's a source of life, of energy. We get a lot of nutrients, vitamin D. We feel amazing. If you haven't listened to my podcast with um, Dr. Mary of The Remedy Room, I suggest you go back and listen to that one. It's really awesome. She explains it a little bit, although I do want to explore this with her another time but the sun is a powerful source and if you have the opportunity if there is a little bit of sun every day wherever you live even during winter when you see the light shining go out be by the sun go to your porch read a book have your coffee on your porch if the sun is shining have your tea on your porch talk on the phone on your porch i don't care go take a walk or simply sit on the sun do a a meditation, 5, 10, 20 minutes, that it, would, it, it, it will change our lives, the connection with this amazing, beautiful source that is the sun. So powerful. And then I have, um, take a deep breath. Hmm. Take a deep breath. Mm. So let's think about that for a minute. During these holiday season, during any time in that sense in your life, when you feel overwhelmed, pause, take a deep breath. Let's all do that right now. (sighs) The power of breathing. We can live without anything in this life. Really, we might not like it, but we can live. Without our breath, we're gone. That's it. The breath is the bridge. 
The breath is the connector of all. The breath is the prana, the life force, the energy. The breath is what makes us who we are. When we feel stress, when we feel angry, when we feel any sensations that feels that we are out of control, we have a huge tool to reconnect with ourselves, to remain steady, peaceful, and calm. And that is as simple as connecting with our breath. If you have the tools to do a mini breathing exercise, I highly suggest you can look at Nadi Shodhana. That is a great one. I can try to put some links on my show notes. Or simply take a deep breath, inhale through your nose, close your eyes, feel the breath, and exhale deeply through your mouth. Do it slowly, do it a few more times, and then simply open your eyes and notice how you're feeling. And I guarantee you will feel a shift. Everything will change. You will come into a space of more equanimity. You will come into a space of more balance. You can do this on your walks. You can do this at any time also during the day. This is one of the reasons why I'm so in love with yoga because yoga is a practice not only of accessing our physical body and improving strength and flexibility, but also connecting us with our breath, with our prana, our life force. It's a practice that teaches us how to use our breath, conscious breathing, pranayama practice. So... Simple, simple. And lastly, to remain grounded during the holidays, be present with the ones you're around with. Be present with the ones you are with. Whether that is your significant other, your husband, your boyfriend, your mother, your father, your co-workers, your students, your clients, your animals. The person at the grocery store where you're about to do your checkout, your Uber driver, your taxi driver, your friends, or your own self. Be present with yourselves. Forget your cell phones and be present with yourselves. During this holiday season, most likely you will end up at gatherings. Is it Christmas Eve? Is it Christmas Day? Are they Christmas parties, holiday parties? Or at home? Are you really there? Or are you there and you are utilizing your cell phone and nonstop taking pictures of everything, nonstop updating our Instagrams or Facebooks or whatever accounts, social media. Sure enough, we love pictures. We love to share the love we have with others. I do so as well. This reminder is for myself. And, you know, it's fine to do it. There's no issues in utilizing our mini computer, pocket computer, cell phones. But there is also... We can also set ourselves some healthy boundaries, right? So if you are with people and you are only connected to your mini computer the whole time, then you are not present with the ones around you. You're not there. 
And when you're not there, again, there is a disconnection. The biggest gift that we can give anyone who is with us is to look at them in the eye and truly listen to them when they speak. How many times do people speak to you or to me, to us, and we're looking at our cell phones? We're not 100% giving our attention. We're not committed. We're not present. I have certainly been guilty of it. And most of the people that I have seen and know, and also what I observe. I like to people watch a lot. And I'm sure other people, people watch me as well and could say a million things. One thing that I notice a lot when I go out to restaurants or parties is how many people are 80, pretty much, I'd say 80% of the time or 85% of the time on their cell phones. Hmm. It's interesting, right? Because then it's like, why even be there? The pictures, yeah, it's great to have. But the memories, that's really what's priceless. So be present. I think those are great things for all of you to remain grounded during the holidays. I have a lot of, uh, um, did some research and I wanted to share the benefits of walking. But I have spoken with Avery, who is in my teacher training, and we have spoken about doing a special podcast with the benefits of power walking, which I am very excited about nowadays. So I think I'm going to save that, you guys, if that's okay, for another time. Let me take a sip of my tea. Hmm, lovely tea. Because as always, time flies and... Not that I mind doing a longer podcast because I really don't. This, I mean, I love doing this, but I thought this was going to be like 20 minutes in this part and it's already like 45 minutes. Wow. It's so fun when you're like having fun. I have fun doing this. Thank you for the opportunity to listening wherever you are. And I have a few people who have reached out to connect with me and I love it. I love listening. I mean, I love finding out who you are where you are, what do you do? I mean, you know, I'm always, I'm a people lover. I really love this planet. I love the earth and I love the animals and I love seeing what everyone's doing, contributing, how we're all learning and growing. And I know that we are a tribe. And if you're listening to this is because we are somehow, we were put in the same frequency. And so if we are, we can learn and we can grow from one another. Community is the most important thing especially in times like this when there's so much separation on this planet. Community brings us together. It's powerful to know that we have our tribe, that we have people all over the globe that is in alignment and sync. And together, we all want a better planet. All of these amazing podcasts that are out there, and some of them are completely intertwined. Like, you know, I know that a lot of my listeners listen to a lot of podcasts that I listen to, and they listen to my, and it's just amazing. You know, it's just an, it's an amazing feeling of abundance. And my wish is that it continues to grow like that. So if you're part of my tribe, reach out. I want to know who you are. I want to know what you do. And I want to connect. That's the word, connect. It's all about connection, right? So everything we do in life, we can either disconnect from the light and everything we do in light, we can also connect. So you can disconnect from the light, 
or you can connect to the light. So you can connect to darkness or you can connect to, to light. So every choice, every action, which is why it's so important to take the time right now to look back. Let's just, let's not even think our whole life. Let's be practical, right? We're closing 2017. So look back at this year. What are all of the highs? What are all of the lows? How can we improve? What are the places that our light didn't shine, that we can allow more light to shine? Hmm. I ask you that question, and I ask me that question. How can we improve? There's always room for improvement. Live in joy, live in love. I share with you my love of tea ceremony. Um, what I want to share with you is this tea that I am drinking today is uh, called Silver Needle Golden Lotus. This is amazing. It's a puer tea and it's delicious. And the website that I got it from is livingtea.net. So if you want to get some tea... Today's website that I will recommend is livingtea.net. That's where I've been getting my tea from. These are ceremonial teas. They are incredible. They are just amazing. Um, tea ceremony is, you know, I learned when I went on retreat to Malta with Sri Mati. And I have a podcast. I have an episode on Life on Earth that I talk about the Malta retreat with Sri, Sri Mati. And she is the author of This Cheese is Nuts. She's a plant-based chef and among many other beautiful things. And certainly one of my teachers and mentors. And um, anyway, she, we, every morning we started with a tea ceremony. And we sit in circle in silence. You have... Uh, several bowls uh, recommended you have minimum three bowls we drink the tea in a bowl you can have it um, you can you you pour the leaves and you can have a, a side handle or you can have the chadao style which you brew the tea and I have a guy one and anyways you can look that up too and you know and you basically it's a process and you have several bowls in silence. You can begin your day like that. You can do it at any time. You can do it by yourself. You can also and reflect in your life as a form of meditation, silence meditation. You feel the tea. You share the vibration of the trees, the leaves, the connection of the trees to this planet. You feel also the community of everyone who shares a love of tea and tea ceremonies in the planet and the globe so we too are a tribe and there's a connection to that and a deep love and i really appreciate that i have learned grow grown to appreciate this about tea uh, the community is a big part and so of course you can do it by yourself or you can do it with one more person or you can do it with a group um on december 16th in my winter solstice celebration i will be uh holding space for a tea ceremony and by no means i am an expert this is something that's fairly new in my life but it's something that i truly enjoy and i love and i did ask my uh, teacher Srimati when we were in retreat and i said Srimati, i would love to share my love of tea with um 
my community and my friends, but I feel I probably need a lot more training <laughs> if I really, you know, want to think about it that way. And she said, no, you know, just pour the tea, boil the tea, pour the tea with love, with a vibration of love, transmit that to the water, to the brewing, to the steeping, share the love with the ones that you love and make it a high vibrational experience and then continue on the tea journey, you know? And so just that, just that, that I have been doing the best I can until I know better. And when I know better, I will do better as always with everything is the same. So I share my love of tea with you. Um, Living Tea, livingtea.net has a YouTube channel, I believe, and they have many instructional videos. Um, You can read, you can join the tea club. Another great place to go is the Global Tea Hut website. And you can, um, with Master Yude, probably pronouncing his name wrong but Srimate had Yude on her show and he is incredible I had already heard a podcast I had I'd heard like two other podcasts with him a couple of years a couple of years ago and then you know I guess I the reason why I didn't start doing tea ceremony like two years ago is because I was a little intimidated when you look at the stuff um, on the internet on Chadao and all of that, the way of the tea and how the ceremony is so specific and so beautiful. It's something that I've always looked up to and admire, and admire, but didn't feel like I knew how to do it. And so Srimati telling me and giving me the permission to go ahead and start doing it, even if you're, you know, obviously not a Zen monk or whatever, then that was just amazing. And I think that that translates to a lot of things in our lives you guys, let me know what you think about this. But, you know, if we're going to wait until we are perfect to begin whatever it is, the process, whether it's learning the guitar or singing or practicing yoga, getting on your mat or writing that book that you always want to write or performing a tea ceremony, enjoying a tea ceremony, holding space, Whatever that is, if we're going to wait for the moment that we are, you know, 100% ready or however you want to call it or perfect or whatever, I mean, then we might just wait many lifetimes. And I don't know about you, but this, for me, life is precious. And this lifetime, I plan on doing many things. And I'm excited about life. I'm excited about this lifetime. So if there are things I want to explore and do, even if I suck at them, I still want to do them, (laughs) right? And that's always a learning curve anyways and anyhow. Just do it. I might not be the best power walker in the park, but I'm power walking and it brings me joy. And that's that. And it brings a smile to my face, which brings a smile to my heart. It lightens up my day and it lightens up the day of everyone I come in contact with because I'm smiling. And when you look at someone in the eye and they smile at you, you smile right back, right? (laughs) So I invite you to begin your own tea ceremonies and to look at the Global Tea Hut community 
and look at living tea. Order your tea, order a bowl. That's all it takes. Begin the journey. I close this podcast with that. I invite you as well to join our Facebook group page. I am placing a lot of my events on Facebook. And um, it is Life on Earth podcast group. If you request, we will accept you. And it's also a platform for us to share things that inspire you. If there's anything that I said here that you can add on power walking or whatever it is, how to remain grounded during the holidays, um, yes, please post. We will read it. We already have um, a bunch of people in there and everybody's very active. And we have done um, organized uh, earthing, grounding uh, forest bathing in parks in the park we did that already together we've been looking at doing other things together so again it's a community of love of light and we're here to share with one another so yes join facebook uh, life on earth podcast group and we can continue this conversation there if you feel it in your heart to donate to this show if the show is enhancing your life please do No amount is too small. Even $5 a month is greatly, greatly appreciated as all of these episodes require production. And um, your money is energy and your energy assists with the energy of producing these podcasts and going out into the world. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening. I love you. You are an amazing, beautiful being. I will and leave you with some wonderful music for tea ceremony inspired. This is a raga flute. And thank you, everyone, for listening to Life on Earth podcast. Have a wonderful holiday season. Mm-hmm.